Time to talk footy. Fremantle Lockers, David Walls, head Great of man. player personnel. Thanks to Flight Centre's Big Red Sale is on. Limited time offers on flights, cruises, holidays and tours. Book now to save a big. Been pretty busy, really. Got a couple of uh, experienced or players with some AFL experience. Jeremy Sharp and Oscar McDonald on the list. And a couple of draftees as well and a rookie. Appreciate your time, Dave. Uh, how did you make of all the draft and all the recruiting? Oh, thanks, Scotty. Thanks, Goss. Yeah, it was. Um, yeah, I think it was a, a reasonable period for us. It wasn't as big as previous years um, in terms of players coming in and out and the turnover on the list. But um, yeah, really happy to bring um, Oscar in, as you mentioned, as some real uh, key back player that can play for us immediately, and also Jeremy Sharp on the wing um, as coverage for Liam Henry. So. Um, yeah, happy with the period and, and the draftees that we brought in too. I think that um, yeah, there's some real scope to develop, particularly the taller guys will take a couple of years, but yeah, excited as to where they can get to. Cooper Simpson, Ollie Murphy, Jack Deline uh, are the uh, three draftees. How frustrating to sit through the first night, have no action, as a person who eats, sleeps and breathes recruiting and looking and watching. Uh, how did you go with seeing all the players go? Were you sort of talking, oh, we would have taken him, we would have taken him. Do you do all that sort of stuff or do you sort of just go, Oh, that's gone, that's gone, that's gone, that's gone. Yeah, get a little bit envious at times, looking at some of the talent um, at the top end. but um, And you also look at it too, like a huge amount of work goes in over a number of years tracking these players and getting to know them and profile. So to then just basically cross off the list as, as you work through. But um, no, we, we, with the ability to trade on the night these days, that's the big difference with the, uh, the national draft is that you can move picks on the night within the draft, but also futures. So... Um, yeah, we were we were trying to get back in at different points um, on the first night, but knew that yeah it was a long shot. But we just had a few things lined up with a few clubs, but uh, it was all based on which players were left on the board at certain times and couldn't get back in. Um, but we've got the the three first round picks for twenty four, so yeah we were looking to use one of them, but uh, but very happy to have them as well heading into next year. Well, I'm really proud of you because not once have I heard you say can't believe he was still there. We've got every player that we wanted. Uh, he's a bargain. And that's normally the words that you hear uh, after uh, draft nights. I'm proud of you for that. But there's one bloke that um, Mick, we have Mick Ablett in, in the studio just pre-draft who uh, was very big. He, it was after day one, wasn't it, Goss? And yep. he said, tomorrow, look out for Ollie Murphy. You got him at pick 41. So he probably, from all reports, is a, is a bit of a steal. Uh, yeah, I'll try to avoid those words. But, not a, <laughs> not uh, but yeah, look, Ollie, and Mick's, Mick's right, I think, when he, he was Vic Metro MVP throughout the championship and a key position player, so not often guys slip that far um, that, have, that have performed that way. Uh, but I think with Ollie, look, he reminds me so much of Alex Pierce when he came in, just in terms of his 200 centimetres, his running profile. He's still got a lot of weight to put on. Um, yeah, really, you watch him at training yesterday down at South Fremantle. And, yeah, he, he's um, he's got a lot of work to do and needs a few summers. Um, but I think the year got big on him too, where, yeah, particularly long season, playing a lot of footy, playing at school, playing for Sandringham and in the championships, that I think by the end of the year, by the time the finals came around, um, he was pretty tired and didn't wasn't performing as well as he was in the championship. So... Um, whether or not there was a recency bias towards that, not sure. But, um, yeah, we're, we're wrapped to have him. All righty. David Walls is our guest currently in Frio. We're talking about the, the, how they went at the draft and, and recruiting. Hey, I saw some vision the other day, and I've seen the, the numbers too in your, your time trials. Um, Josh Corbett, 
Josh Corbett uh, could be placed on the long-term injury list, but he's pounding out the case. Um, just can you refresh what his problem is? His injury? Yeah, so he's got a degenerative hip injury, which he actually had surgery on yesterday. So oh. just shows his character and yeah, you know, the man he is. Um, that like he's in, he's training. He didn't have to do it, supporting teammates. Wow, um, and ran extremely well, also. So, um, but yeah, he's had a hip injury, which you know, we knew about, and it's probably got a little bit worse than, um, yeah, than first expected. And I think the club took a. There, there was a few different options where he could have kept playing, but not at the level or train um, as much as he'd want to. So the decision was made to to go have surgery and look after his long term health. But it's uh, it's unlikely we'll see Josh play. Um, in 2024. Oh, man. That's a blow for him. i tell you what I did see, too. He's a good player. Is is he going to train on with the group and and kick the ball? A a young fellow called Peter Bowl, he looked impressive (laughs) on the track the other day. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I think think Sharpie ran a bit quicker than he was expecting, too. I think he took (laughs) off on pace for three-minute Ks and and realised about 100 metres in, he was five metres behind Sharpie, so he had to work a bit harder than he first thought, but... Uh, geez, impressive, impressive athlete and um, also impressive guy too, like no ego. And you know, I think it's something that the club would like to build the relationship with him and you know, really learn about how he goes about things and just the professionalism he shows. But um, no, he's, a, he's a great guy and I know the players loved having him down there. He's a star, but I tell you, you must be happy with the way Jeremy Sharp's come back in. I know you wanted to get him last year, that didn't work out, but uh, you've got him on the list now. And he uh, it, just listening to him, Walsey, he just seems like a guy's not going to leave Vanny Stone unturned trying to make his way uh, onto this, uh, onto the park and, and play uh, on that wing role. He, he just seems like a ripper. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Well, that's always shone through. Like, I think he'd been a Freo supporter and wanted to get the Fremantle from a young age when he was at East Fremantle. Uh, but yeah, just he just burst with energy and he's so driven and motivated that very confident. Um, that he would come in and run well. I thought he might win the time trial, but probably not to the extent that he did. Um, but I know that, yeah, being home, being around family um, and at a club, yeah, that he supported all the way through, that, yeah, he'll give it absolutely everything. And already, like, there's, the players love him. Um, he's, he's, he's a good guy. He's full of energy. And, yeah, looking forward to... Um, he's still got work to do in his game. But, yeah, looking forward to get him getting to know the wing role. And, uh, and playing a fair bit of footy for us next year. Head of player personnel, David Walls at the Fremantle Football Club is online. You've got a couple of train-on players, ex-Bombers uh, rookie Paddy Voss, South Aussie Max Beattie, but the one that's grabbed a, a bit of attention is Sam Van Ruyen, of course, Jacob's brother. Uh, one of our listeners wants to know, is is there anything in, in the fact is that you get Sam training and if he <laughs> shows a bit, you get him on your list and then you get the big fish, you know, if the other bloke wants to come home, he yeah. says, oh, you got to come to it's a big bro. picture, big picture play, Wolsey. <laughs> uh, look, yeah, Jacob's a great player, um, but he's he's shown no inclination to move back to Perth, and I know that he's very settled at Melbourne. So obviously, we rate him highly, and we do track West Australians. But no, Sam's there on his own merits. He's a super athlete, and he, even just yesterday, like some of the work that they were doing and work on the bags, like he's a he's for his leap and overhead ability. Uh, he, he just needed, he, he was just probably a little bit inconsistent this year. Um, so he'd had some games at Colts level where he'd kick five or six goals and be pretty dominant, but then some other games where he just couldn't get into it. He always works hard, um, but I really feel like a, a pre-season, he's one that could really pop. So 
Um, look, it wouldn't it wouldn't hurt if Jacob said he wanted to come at some stage, but the plan is to for Sam on his on his own merit. Looking forward to, to seeing how he goes over the next few months. Just seeing a headline, uh, the AFL is poised to revamp the bidding system for father, son and academy players at the draft. What's... Greg Swan came out overnight too, Goss, and said that it's just whinging from the WA clubs that we can't match. What's your thought process on, on all that sort of stuff? It does feel like it's, I know they're trying to pump up the the northern states uh, and the like and trying to get them get some balance into the competition and, and especially get Gold Coast sort of generated, but I think Gold Coast are going to could be scary in a couple of years if they keep getting free hits. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I think um, I, I like the ideas of the academies to, to grow, and then also the NGAs as well. Our purpose and multi and bringing players and introducing players. We need we need an incentive. You're breaking up a bit there, Wolsey. You're, you're, you're going in and out at the moment. Talking to your phone, Wolsey. Yeah, Wolsey, can you concentrate? Don't, if you're going through a drive-thru, just let us know. We'll go to an ad break, mate. <laughs> Scotty's called me in the drive-thru before. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I think there just needs to be an incentive for us to invest. Like we, we put a lot of money into it and really work the Kimberley hard. Mm. Um, but for us to keep investing and doing that, we want to do it to grow the game. Uh, he needs. Yeah, there needs to be an incentive so that we do get players like Mitch Edwards and, and Jesse Motlop. Otherwise, it's hard to justify the expenditure when you're talking about players outside 40. The only reason I caught you in the drive-thru was because I was behind you. Um, that, that's the only reason. Was that the two-for-one offer? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I asked for Wolsey's too as well. <laughs> anyway, hey, mate, if there were... If there were any holes? Are you ha- obviously going to say you're happy with what you've got and the players that you got because they've all they can obviously all play footy. But if there are any holes that you're looking put the crystal ball in for next year when you do have those first round draft picks, are there any holes you think that you you'd probably focus on? Uh, yeah, I still think the forward line. Like we've tried to address it this year, and I think we've got players on our list that have the potential to develop. Uh, but I really think, well, particularly with Sonny, what, what Sonny did this year was huge, uh, particularly considering his age. And mm. if he can keep producing that for the next mm. couple of years, we'd be wrapped. But also, no, he's in the twilight of his career. So just that small, a small forward that can, can hit the scoreboard regularly, but then also inject a bit of speed and go through the midfield. If if you have the shopping list and can pick one type of player, that, that'd be it. Wolsey, well, always appreciate your time, mate. Uh, do you get a break? Uh, what's your story? I mean, it never really stops, I imagine, in recruiting and, and list management and, and you know, player personnel. So do you get a break and what are your plans? Yeah, we'll get a good break in, in January. Um, there's some state AFL and state West Australian Academy camps that we'll get to. Uh, we'll do a review and, and we've also got an induction next week for the players and bring bring the interstate players' families over. So a little bit to do between now and Christmas. But, yeah, January is reasonably quiet until the camps kick off end of Jan. All right. Appreciate your time. All the very best and, and thanks for joining us uh, through the through the year. Uh, we appreciate it. We're going on a, a well-deserved 12-month break after tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we need a spell too, Wolsey. Yeah, well, uh, have a great, yeah, yeah. Uh, have a great uh, break to you and the family, yeah. mate. Yeah, likewise. No, great to chat. Thanks for having me. Good on you. There's David Walls from the Fremantle Football Club, head of player personnel. Uh, let's get some breaking news, a sporting story update. Oh. The ISPS Hand Australian Open is on, yes. of course, at the Australian Golf Club and the Lakes. Shared course, $3.5 million combined men and women's purse. 
Cameron Davis, who plays on the US Tour, doing really well. Six under through nine holes. Oh, Loves being home. And our boy, Min Woo Lee, four under through 11. Hayden oh, Hopewell, friend of the show, four under through nine. Uh, and a couple of other notable players who are out on the course at the moment. Cameron Smith going a little bit better this week, two under through 11. Michael Block, two under through seven. Bloggy. <laughs> uh, Robert McIntyre, one of my favourites, the left-hander from Scotland, one under through 10. And your man, Hayden Barron, one he? under through nine. Jared Boy. Felton, one under through nine as well. And Jason Scrivener, friend of the show, one under through seven. Let's get a breakaway. Have we touched base with Gay Waterhouse? Yes. Gay Waterhouse has touched down in New York. And she's going to answer the phone? Let's hope so. That's next. Take note, players. Scotty and Goss. Good morning.